I am taking my temperature twice a day in the morning when I get up and then I take my temperature sometime in the evening and I'm just watching to make sure that that stays normal and, you know, try to just make sure that I'm taking deep breaths. I'm, you know, doing all the things that I normally do. And, and I have to say the deep breaths, the relaxing deep breaths are such a wonderful thing to do. My name is Jody Burgess, and I've been working at the Lodi Public Library for the last two years. And I've been living in Lodi for about 22 years. We moved up here from Madison in 1998 when we bought a house, and my daughter was getting ready to start kindergarten. So I've been living in Lodi and getting to know people in the community since then. How has your life been affected by the epidemic? Well, it's been different working completely from home. Uh, before we closed down, I've, I've been working from home for the past couple years uh, for another position, actually for a couple different positions, but I really liked going into the library every day because I got all the interaction with the patrons and it was just something different and you never know what you're going to be doing at the library. and. I'm missing out on that. Um, one of the other things that I've been doing the last month that we've been closed is I've also been working on getting things together for the spring election we just had. And um, because of the pandemic, we had a lot of the older people drop out who are our normal election workers. So I had to do a lot of recruiting and, and get some younger people in. And the good aspect of that is, is I have a lot of those older or those younger people who want to continue to be poll workers. So we've increased the pool of people who will be available. But, you know, having the election itself was, was a little, a little scary. Um, but it went really well. So I, I'm happy about that. It was kind of a roller coaster ride, you know, getting ready for it because it was on, it was off. We weren't sure, but. I would say that the most change that I've seen is just I'm at home. I'm, I'm at, unless I have to go get groceries, which we're trying to do on a very limited basis. I'm I'm at home. I'm staying in the house. I'm going out and gardening outside. But yeah, it, it's kind of weird to just be at home. What's your home like in relation to other homes around you, just space-wise? Um, we have. A couple of houses on our block. We're, we live on a short block, but then our backyard opens up onto another backyard, and there's like a big open space, which is kind of fun because all of my neighbors have dogs, and the dogs go out and play, and I can, all the neighbors will come out and have a nice six foot socially distanced gathering where they're all talking to each other and watching the dogs play. And I see that a lot out my window when I'm working, as I'm looking out my window. Um, my window also looks out on a bird feeder, so I've been enjoying watching the birds too. Um, but yeah, so my, I'm, I'm not too far away. It's, it's a very suburban neighborhood, um, where the houses are a little far apart, but not, not very far. 
is Wayne still working? Wayne, your husband. Wayne is still working. He occasionally has to go out to um, work sites because he he works for the power company. And there are things that he has to do for that. But he set up a desk on a table in the basement. He brought home a couple of monitors and he set up down there. And I've got the extra bedroom as an office. So it's kind of nice during the day. He can listen to music. I can listen to music. We're in our little, almost like a pod. And then, you know, at lunchtime, we get together and sometimes have lunch. Sometimes he's got to go somewhere, but he's still working. He goes out a little bit more than, than what I do. How about your, your daughter or the rest of your family? How have they been handling this, do you think? Um, she and her boyfriend are both working at home. And she, I, I asked her the other day, and she does not like working from home. She um, works on something that is very collaborative, very, very team-based. And I think she's having a hard time trying to do that while isolated at home. She's very used to being in the office in her, her, her desk is in a, an arrangement where there's like five people, you know, in a little cubicle type thing. And I think she's having a rough time with that. your grocery shopping been like or any other shopping? Um, I made a target run about three weeks ago and tried to get everything that I thought we were going to need for the next month or so. Uh, and then I went to, I didn't want to go to Woodman's because I figured target was enough. So I, I went to Piggly Wiggly and picked up the biggest shopping trip I've ever done there. So I, I feel good about supporting the local grocery store. And then just this weekend, I went to Woodman's because I wanted to go there and get supplies before I knew that I wasn't, I was going to try staying in and not going anywhere for the next, for the next 14 days after the election. And Woodman's was interesting. There, there were plexiglass um, barriers in between the, like the deli counter person and me. There were plexiglass shield up by the cashiers and they had lines and most people were really good about the social distancing but there were still just a few incredibly clueless people that you know I'm just gonna grab this and you know reach over your shoulder or something which yeah Mm. and I was really surprised by how many people had masks on and then at the election too by how many people came in with masks on uh, my daughter made me a mask and dropped it off on Monday night, but I, I couldn't wear it. It was just, it was too warm and my glasses fogged up and I couldn't see what I was doing. So for that, I, I tried to wash my hands as often as I could, which the Wisconsin Election Commission had recommended every 10 minutes if you weren't wearing gloves. Wow. And that was, that was, that was impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did use the sanitizer anytime I, touched anything. I, I think I used a little bottle of the spray bottle of sanitizer and I did try to wash my hands 
as much as I possibly could. The only thing I had a hard time with was the six foot because as people needed help, you know, it's, I, I don't know about anybody else, but my instinct is just to go in and help them. <laughs> and, and, you know, if they were having trouble with the voting machine or if they had a question about something, I'd, I'd get in close and then I'd be like, oh, sorry, got to gotta back off here. And that, that was really hard. I know you're a baker. Is there anything, has the food that you've been making or the, the food you've been eating, you know, because you are planning out ahead, I mean, has that changed at all or is there anything, um, any discoveries, anything interesting about that? Um, one of the things that I, one of the recipes that I tried the other day is I like to, I like making sourdough. And one of the things that happens with sourdough is when you feed it, you have to divide it in half and then you take half of that and they call that discard. But there are all kinds of things that you can do with that discard. And I found a recipe for crumpets, sourdough crumpets. So the English, they're like English muffins, but instead of splitting them, they just have the little holes on the top. Almost kind of like when you make pancakes and all the bubbles come up on the top and then you flip them over. Hmm. So that works perfectly and they're, they take 15 minutes to make and they are the most delicious things. So I think I'm going to have a lot more sourdough crumpets in my future. <laughs> but yeah, as far as food, food, I've been, it's, it's been a lot of comfort food. Um, things that maybe aren't difficult, but they're, they're just things that are simple and delicious and maybe not as healthy as they could be, but you know, we're trying with the, the you know, the carrots and all the, the rest of the stuff to get the vegetables and the fruits in. But I really am wanting to make very comforting food at this point. I hear that. Um, what, what have your conversations, you know, about the virus been like with the people in your life? Um, well, they've both mostly been online on Facebook, a lot of sharing of some really dark humor memes. Uh, but other than that, you know, just chatting with my sister, my daughter, my mother-in-law over text, um, just, you know, making sure people know that I love them and I'm hoping that they're doing okay. And it's kind of hard. I'm not at all a phone person. I, I would always rather send an email or a message versus picking up the phone. But, you know, it's, I think it's really important to, to stay in contact, even, even if it is just a message going, Hey, how are you doing today? Are you hanging in there? And honestly, other than on Facebook with the, the memes, the goofy memes, I haven't really talked too much about the virus. Not necessarily as an aspect of the lock-in, but I'm so happy spring is here and that, you know, we can get outside and work in the garden, start playing in the dirt, you know, get things cleaned up, trimmed up. 
and just go outside and, and have the windows open and get fresh air throughout the house. That has made me so, that has made this bearable. I can't imagine if we were going through this and it was the dead of winter where it was dark and there was no light and, you know, the sunlight and the flowers and everything have just made this much, much more tolerable. Oh, I guess one other positive is because everything that's been going on with all the dairy farmers, you know, with trying to support dairy farmers. We've been buying more ice cream, so we've been we've been trying to buy our dairy products. So snacking on cottage cheese and getting you know our favorite flavors of ice cream and just trying to do our little part. So you know, kind of saving the world by staying home and eating ice cream. What <laughs> what? <laughs> How have you been getting your information or news? How's what what's that intake been like for you? I. I've been monitoring Channel 3000 and NBC 15 online. Plus, there I follow a number of news sources on Facebook. Um, there's one called Wisconsin Examiner. There's one called Madison 365. Um, those are both usually pretty good uh, sources of, of information, even though the comment sections are full of people accusing them of being biased. And... Uh, but that, that's about it. We've, we've been watching the news every night at either 6 or 10 um, to see what's going on. But a lot of it seems to be the same old, same old. So, it, yeah, I, I try not to watch a whole lot of news or, or consume a whole lot of news at this point. There's, there's just so much out there that, I mean, it's, 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 it seems like a lot of it's the same people or the, the same people saying just the same thing over and over. So I, I figure if I, I catch it once or twice a day. Um, the, the one thing, though, was it was kind of funny before the election on on um, Monday or and Friday, Saturday, and then Monday with the whole before the election got going, you know, Evers called for them to do this and the, you know, they're going to stop the vote. And I kept telling people, yeah, that's not going to happen. They're, they're going to block that. And then on Monday, we had gone in to make preparations for the election on Tuesday um, to make sure everything was set up to measure out the six feet distances, make sure that, you know, we had six feet side to side as well as front to back so that people would be comfortable. And as I was leaving there, my husband texted me that, you know, the the executive order got signed. They were going to stop the vote. And I was like, well, we'll see. And, you know, the Wisconsin Election Commission put on their website that, you know, just keep planning for it. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. So we did, we did keep planning and I was not at all surprised that we did have an election. Um, But again, again, it, I mean, people were very understanding. They, they mostly came in masked. People were very respectful of the distancing. Um, I was expecting you know, every once in a while you get a skeptical person who doesn't want to deal with stuff like that. But everybody was really good about it, really nice about it. And I, I was, I got home and I was just, I told my husband, I'm like, that could not have gone better if there, unless there wasn't a virus for us to worry about. So, you know, I haven't had a lot of chance to read lately just because the run up to the election, it was, it was kind of crazy. Um, but 
I'm right in the middle of a sci-fi novel that takes place far in the future on one of like a, a generational ship. And they're looking at a planet that they might want to settle, but there's other life on there. And so it's kind of interesting. It's called Children of Time. And I have to admit, I actually bought it on Kindle because the wait on Libby was more than six months. And I read a lot about it and I really, really wanted to read it. So um, other than that, I've I've been reading a lot of sci-fi lately. Uh, The last thing I finished was uh, a trilogy by Octavia Butler, and that was called Lilith's Brood. That also takes place far in the future and is a sci-fi novel. Um, and then I think the next thing I want to read is a book by N.K. Jemison, and it's called The City We Became. And it's about cities that are actually living, sentient beings. And it, I read something in a book, it's a short story in a book that she had, and I think, um, I can't remember what it's called, When Will Black Future History something be? But it was a really, really awesome book of short stories, and now she's got a full-length novel that just came out. So I think that's the next thing I want to read. I just have to see if we have it on Libby or if I'm going to have to fork out a few dollars for that one, too. <laughs> Well, supporting the publishing industry does support libraries. You know, they they kind of go hand in hand. Well, so. and that's what I think. I think you know, I'm I read a lot from the library, but if I want to support my my favorite authors, I have no vices really. I I I figure I can buy books here and there, and that can go to my author, my favorite authors, and and that's just fine. How do you feel? I mean, because you did work in the election, and. Um, I don't mean for this to be a political question, but I've I've asked it uh, to a couple of people now. But how do you feel our responses from all levels of government has been? Um, do you agree with the safer at home order? I like the safer at home order. I can't believe how many people don't seem to be following it. That it bothers me, but I I figure with this virus, it's almost going to be its own consequence you know if you're out and you pick this up even if you survive it if you're going to be miserable for a while from the way it sounds so yeah i i think the response both federally and statewide was short-sighted incredibly short-sighted i think um as a matter of fact i contacted many state politicians in the the weeks leading up to the election and left some pretty emphatic messages on a few voicemails sent in a few emails just because I was concerned that things nobody was taking into account the the risks that people were going to be taking and I couldn't believe that even with the safer at home order you know people were going to be in public in in closed buildings trying to vote and voting is is the basis of our our whole system that you know it just it kind of floors me that that things went the way they did if there was one person or or someone you could see face to face right now that you can't uh, who would it be my daughter i'd love to see my daughter and give her a big hug and you know just go do something stupid like going and watching the otters at the Henry Vilas Zoo or, 
you know, going to Williams Sonoma at the mall and walking around and going, what the heck are people doing with all this stuff? Um, you know, just, yeah, just sometimes it's just, you know, hanging out, spending time with her. Um, it, it would be really nice to do that. And I'd also like to see my sister, my in-laws, you know, we haven't seen our in-laws or my in-laws, uh, Wayne's parents in almost a month, just because they're older, they're in the high risk group and you, you, you don't want to be the one, the reason that, you know, something happens. So yeah, that's, it's tough. That I think that's been the, the toughest part of it is, is just, Knowing that even though, you know, you might want to hang out with somebody, it's it's just not a good idea at all. (laughs) ¶¶ 